So what's the intention behind this? Why are we doing this? Because it's Asma Allah al-Husna, the most beautiful names of Allah. Because Allah states in the Quran, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى فَادْعُوهُ بِهَا And to Allah belong the best names, so invoke him by them. Surah Al-A'raf, verse 180. And then there's the hadith that mentions the Prophet wasallam said that Allah has 99 names. Whoever memorizes and embraces these qualities will enter heaven. So today we're going to look at just three names for today, which are Al-Hafiz, Al-Muqit, and Al-Hasid. So if we look at Al-Hafiz first, it means the all-preserver, the one who preserves and guards the heavens and the earth. And the name Al-Hafiz comes from the root ha fa the, And it can mean to guard, take care of, to prevent from becoming lost, or to be mindful and watchful. So from the same root, we actually have Hafiz, and we can use that word to refer to someone who has memorized the Holy Quran. So we've learned about Al-Alim, which is the All-Knowing. So not only is Allah the All-Knowing Al-Alim, He's also Al-Hafiz. So He remembers every single thing and He preserves them. So we have this verse in the Quran. وَمَا كَانَ لَهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنْ سُلْطَانٍ إِلَّا لِنَّعْلَمَ مَنْ يُؤْمِنُوا بِالْآخِرَةِ مِمَّنْ هُوَ مِنْهَا فِي شَكٍ وَرَبُّكَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ حَفِيظٍ And He had over them no authority except it was decreed that we might make evident who believes in the hereafter from who is thereof in doubt. And your Lord over all things is guardian. Surah Saba verse 21. So here it's just reminding us that Allah is the only one who can who knows who believes in the hereafter and who is in doubt because he is Hafiz, he is the guardian, he knows everything. We have another verse. So Moses said, the knowledge thereof is with my Lord in a record. My Lord neither errs nor forgets. So here he's, it's the, that, it's just Surah Taha verse 52. Here it's just again confirming that Allah is the preserver. He's Al-Hasid, Al-Hasid, sorry. He pres- he's the preserver. So he's, he, that knowledge is preserved with Allah in a record. He never forgets nor errs. لا يضلو ربي ولا ينسى. Then we have another verse. Indeed, it is we who sent down the Quran, and indeed, we will be its guardian. Al-Hijr, verse 9. So here again, this verse is just reminding us that the Quran was brought down and it's been preserved all these years. And how is it? how has it been preserved all these years? Because of Allah. Because He is the preserver. He is Al-Hafiz. So now let me read from Imam al-Ghazali about al-Hafiz. So God the Most High is the preserver of the heavens and earth, the angels and existing things, whether they last a long time or not, as with animals, plants, and the rest. And God the Most High created the cold and the moist to assist coolness and medicine when they overcome. They are overcome. And he created nourishment and medicines and other mutually opposing substances so that when something is overcome, it may be countered by its opposite and be vanquished. This is what we mean by reinforcement. This is only accomplished by creating nourishment and medicines, creating the means to improve them, and the knowledge guiding us to using them. All of this is through God's great and glorious preserving the bodies of animals and composite things from conflicting elements. So Imam al-Ghazali also um, gives these examples of like how we as humans, we've got our bones and 
our bones are preserved by muscle, by skin, by blood, and that is how Al-Hafid, he is the preserver of all things. Like cold, when it gets hot, we can get rain or we can drink water, and that's how we preserve ourselves. These are the causes which preserve man from annihilation from within. But he is also subject to destruction from external causes like dangerous predators and contentious enemies. He preserves man from that by creating spies to warn against the approach of the enemy. So like our eyes, our ears, and others like them, which are his advance guard. Then he created a hand for him to strike with, and arms with, with which to repel, like armor and shield, as well as those which with to attack, like swords and knives. Then, should one be unable to repel them with these, he assists them with means of flight, so legs for animals and wings for flying things. So in a very similar fashion, his reserving, by his power be exalted, includes every atom in the kingdoms of heaven and of the earth, to the point where the core of the herbs which grow in the earth is preserved by a hard husk, and its freshness is preserved by moisture. Furthermore, he preserves what is not protected by its husk alone, with thorn, thorn, thorns growing from it, by which those animals harmful to it may be repelled. So thorns serve as an arms for plants, much as horns, claws, and fangs serve for animals. So the preserver among men is one who preserves his limbs and his heart, who preserves his life of faith from the assault of anger and the enticement of desire, self-deception, and the delusion of shaitan. So again here, it's just showing how Allah has helped us with, to preserve ourselves from annihilation by giving us eyes and ears to look out for a, uh, danger or to just be self-aware. And he's given us hands and knives and weapons and all these things to protect ourselves, just like how he's given claws and horse to, horns to animals or for the plants, he's given them husks and thorns and that, all those sort of things. So now we can move on to the second name of today, Al-Muqit, the nourisher. He's the one who sustains and nourishes whatever exists. He nourishes every living thing by sending down physical and spiritual provisions. So al-maqid comes from the root qaf wa which can mean to nourish, to maintain, sustain, to guard, to witness, to watch over. So we have this verse, مَنْ شَفَاعَةً حَسَنَةً يَكُنْ لَهُ نَصِيبٌ مِنْهَا وَمَنْ شَفَاعَةً سَيِّئَةً يَكُنْ لَهُ كِفْلٌ مِنْهَا Whoever intercedes for a good cause will have a reward therefrom, and whoever intercedes for an evil cause will have a burden therefrom. And ever is Allah over all things a keeper. Surah An-Nisa, verse 85. Another verse is. Say, is it other than Allah I should take as a protector, creator of the heavens and the earth, while it is He who feeds and is not fed? Say, O Muhammad, indeed I have been commanded to be the first among you who submit to Allah and was commanded. Do not ever be of the polytheists. So here again, Allah's Surah An'am, verse 14. Here Allah is just confirming again that He's the one who feeds and He is not fed. He's the creator of the heavens and the earth. So He is the sustainer, He is the nourisher. We, He's the one who feeds us. No one feeds Him. Then we have another verse. وَمَا مِن دَابَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا وَيَعْلَمُ مُسْتَقَرَّهَا وَمُسْتَوْدَعَهَا كُلٌّ فِي كِتَابٍ مُبِينٍ 
and there is no creature on earth but that upon Allah is its provision, and he knows its place of dwelling and place of storage. All is in a clear register. Uh, Surah Tud, verse 6. So here again, Allah is just showing how he is all aware. He is the sustainer, the nourisher, the preserver. He knows where every single thing is on this place on planet Earth. So he knows where the ant is right now. He knows where the spider is. He can see them. He knows where they dwell and where they stay. And he knows where humans are as well. It's in. It's all in a kitab moving. It's all in his clear register. So now Imam al-Ghazali and muqit the nourisher, means the creator of nutrients and the one who delivers them to bodies as food and to hearts as knowledge. It means the same as provider, al-razaq, which we already learned about. Yet this name is more specific, since provision includes what is other than food as well as food, where food is what suffices to sustain the body. So here he's just mentioning how al-razaq, the provider, is similar to the name al-muqid, the nourisher, except it also includes like food, mainly food. <clears throat> and now for our last name of today, al-hasib, the reckoner, the sufficient. Al-hasib comes from the root ha, sin, ba, which can mean to reckon or count, to give without expectation, or to be sufficient. So we actually sometimes refer to Day of Judgment as Yom al-Hisab, the Day of Reckoning. Because it's actually the day that Allah is going to present each human with their book, with their deeds, with everything they have done. And he's going to take them into account for every action. So that's why sometimes we refer to Yawm Al-Qiyamah as Yawm Al-Hisab, the day of reckoning. We have this verse. إِلَيْهُمْ أَمْوَالَهُمْ وَلَا تَأْكُلُوهَا إِسْرَافًا فَإِنْ أَنَسْتُمْ مِنْهُمْ رُشْدًا فَدْفَعُوا إِلَيْهِمْ أَمْوَالَهُمْ وَلَا تَأْكُلُوهَا إِسْرَافًا وَبِدَارًا أَنْ يَكْبَرُوا وَمَنْ كَانَ غَنِيًّا فَلْيَسْتَعْفِفْ وَمَنْ كَانَ فَقِيرًا فَلْيَأْكُلْ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ فَإِذَا دَفَّعْتُمْ إِلَيْهِمْ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فَاشْهِدُوا عَلَيْهِمْ وَكَفَى بِاللَّهِ حَسِيبًا And test the orphans until they reach marriageable age. Then if you perceive them in sound judgment, release their property to them. And do not consume it excessively and quickly, anticipating that they will grow up. And whoever, when acting as guardian, is self-sufficient, should refrain from taking a fee. And whoever is poor, let him take according to what is acceptable. Then, when you release their property to them, bring witnesses upon them. And sufficient is Allah as accountants. So we have accountants, people who do their degrees in accountancy. But Allah is the greatest of accountants. He is al-hasib. He is the, as sufficient as accountants. Surah An-Nisa, verse 6. Then we have another verse. وَإِذْ حُيِّتُمْ بِتَحِيَّةٍ فَحَيُّوا بِأَحْسَنِ مِنْهَا أَوْ رُدُّوهَا إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ حَسِيبًا And when you are greeted with a greeting, in return with one better than it, or at least return it in a like manner. Indeed, Allah is ever over all things an accountant. Surah An-Nisa, verse 86. So here again, this is talking about greetings, okay? Yeah, because it's a sunnah to smile, to return a salam. When someone greets you, it's, it's a good deed to actually return it. And here Allah has actually brought it down into a verse where he is letting us know that when we are greeted by someone, we need to greet them with it, with being with it as a better way or return it in the like manner. So when someone's like, Salaamu Alaikum, you can do it one better by saying, 
Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So instead of just replying wa alaykum assalam, you can add that wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Or when someone's like, hey, you can return it as a hey in the same way, not a hi, okay, hi. Because Allah is ever over all things accountant. So Allah is actually keeping this into account, how we are greeting our brothers and sisters. So it's quite important to actually be mindful of how you greet people and how you greet them back. Uh, and then we've got this verse It will be said, read your record Sufficient is yourself against you this day as account Surah Isra verse 14 So this is just reminding us that we have this book We've got angels writing down our actions, our good deeds and our bad deeds And so this is just reminding us that we need to hold ourselves accountable Because there's going to be the day so there's going to be a day where we are held to account for every deed we're doing. So every night we should reflect on the actions that we did and what we can do better the next day, inshallah, if Allah gives us that chance to live another day and be better. Again, there's also this hadith where we, it's a daily dhikr, which is important to recite every day. Allah is sufficient for me. There is no God but He. I have placed my trust in Him. He is Lord of the Majestic Throne. So the hadith says that whoever says this seven times in the morning and seven times after, in the after Asr, Allah will take care of whatever worries Him of in the matter of this world and the hereafter. So simply saying, there's so many statements that we can just simply say and they have the greatest rewards, like I mentioned some yesterday. And today we have Hasbi Allahu la ilaha illa huwa alayhi tawakkaltu wa huwa rabbul arsh al-azim. And this, whoever says it, Allah will take care of their worries. Alhamdulillah, subhanAllah. And then we also have another hadith where the Prophet said, so this is again uh, the same similar one. But it says, yeah, seven times in the morning and seven times in the evening, and Allah will spare him with what worries him. So, Hasbi Allah, la ilaha illa huwa, alayhi tawakkaltu, wa rabbil arsh al-azim. And then we have also Prophet Ibrahim, when he was thrown in to the fire, he said, Hasbunallah, wa ni'mal wakil, Allah alone is sufficient for us, and he is the best disposer of all affairs. And so, subhanAllah, when Prophet Ibrahim was actually thrown into the fire, when he said that, the fire became cool and he was protected from it by saying Allah alone is sufficient for us and he is the best disposers of affairs. So these are the three names we learned today. So I'm going to end it with a dua using the beautiful names that we've learned today and I ask that Allah accepts it from us. <clears throat> Bismillah. Ya Hafib, you preserve everything there is and will be. So protect us and help us to be mindful of every action we do. Ya Muqit, you are the nourisher, so nourish our bodies and souls, especially for Ramadan. You know how much we need it, so provide us with plenty of spiritual sustenance and allow us to read and reflect and understand the Qur'an and your beautiful words. Ya Allah, you are al-Hasid, the sufficient, the reckoner. Guide us and allow us to constantly reflect on our actions. Help us to continuously repent to you and let us always remember that you are the sufficient for us. You alone are sufficient for us. We do not need anyone else because you are Allah. You are Al-Hasid. Ameen. Alhamdulillah. Subhanallah. Hasbi Allah. Wa ni'ma al-wakil. Let's end it with that. 
and inshallah we'll talk to you tomorrow inshallah Allah